So a lot of leaders think they're leading, but in fact, what they're actually doing is managing. And some manage well and some manage not so well. There can be no doubt. Leadership is what separates a place of work from a place to work. But what makes a good leader? Welcome to On Point, a thought-provoking podcast on leadership. It's for leaders. It's by leaders. Here are your hosts, Jim Livingston and John Nielsen. Hi, and welcome to the very first episode of On Point. My name is Jim Livingston. And my name is John Nielsen. We are so glad that you could join us today. So, Jim, we have talked about On Point for a while. Can you share a little bit more about what the idea is behind our show? So it's a video podcast um, where there's obviously going to be audio, but there's also video on YouTube. Um, it's all about leadership. Uh, it's by leaders. You know, we've both lots of experience. It involves lots of leaders that we work with, leaders out there that we sort of bring into the show to share their experiences and talk about leadership. And it's really about debunking a lot of the myths and everything else that you know is out there around leadership. That's right. And and really, I would say our goal is really to challenge all the beliefs and the myths. And, and to be honest, for me, there's no one way out there. And, and we really want to demonstrate and inspire you. There are many ways to successful leadership. Yeah, I think that's our goal. Our goal is to give you some really practical sort of tips and tools to become better leaders. Um, so, John, what have we got lined up for today's episode? So, so we want to start about what is leadership and what is leadership not, because there's a lot of confusion out there and people mix up management with leadership. So I think it's a very good uh, point to, to start with and discuss some of the basics, uh, but very important basics because it's a foundation for the bigger success as a leader. So it's really about setting the scene for what's to come, getting clarity around what leadership is, what it's not, and really what, what goes into being a good leader. Jim, you have a pretty extensive career in the media industry. Can, can you share a few leadership lessons uh, from your career? Oh. Well, let me give you a bit of context. So I left school at the age of 15. Um, I started working for a country newspaper in outback Western Australia, and that was sort of my first sort of foray into working life. Um, It ended up that I ended up being quite good in the media industry. I ended up spending 20 years in the media industry. I worked for different media companies around the world, launched a variety of different magazines and newspapers and digital media products. I think probably some of the biggest leadership lessons didn't actually come from working for others. For me, it actually came from working for myself. Um, if I go back 12 years ago, I decided I was going to go out and start my own media company. Um, actually, a bit more than 12 years ago, 13, 14 years ago, thereabouts. So I went out and started my own media company. I'd been very successful up until now launching other products for other people. And I thought that I could do it myself very easily. And, you know, quickly did I learn, you know, running your own business is very different from, you know, running a product for someone. In my case, I made every mistake in the book and then some I lost my business, I lost my pants, I was bankrupted in the process. I mean, it was a really, you know, it was a pretty harsh learning lesson. And for a very long time, I blamed a lot of people for my mistakes. But now with a bit of hindsight and a bit of maturity, you know, I suddenly realized that, you know what, as the leader, the buck stops with you. So I think the, the two or three of the really big leadership lessons for me would be, number one, hire the right people. Um, 
you know, I hired the wrong people for the wrong reasons. I hired people because they were friends, friends of shareholders, they needed a job, they you know, couldn't pay their rent or whatever it was. I just hired the wrong people for the wrong reasons. So that was probably one of the most valuable lessons I learned was hiring, you know, how not to hire people. Um, number two, it would be, you know, managing expectations. And I mean expectations of all of your stakeholders. In the case of stakeholders, I'm talking about your people, your shareholders. Um, managing shareholders' expectations is a different ballgame altogether. But, you know, that was one of my big fall- failings. Um, and thirdly, the biggest failing was trying to do everything yourself. I was working 24-7, seven days a week. I mean, I remember one time I worked three days straight without sleep, literally literally, literally 72-odd hours without sleep. And, you know, it's, that's the, probably one of the biggest lessons is it's not about you having to do everything. It's about you being able to empower people and enable people to be able to do things. And I think that was probably one of the most valuable lessons I learned as well. I mean, in your case, you were, you know, with Microsoft for a long time and IT industry for an extensive amount of time. What are some of the biggest lessons that you learned? Yeah, so so uh, a few things very similar, but I would say, number one, uh, early in my days when I was a supervisor and was very proud, I, I hired too many people like me yep. thinking style background and and that did not work out very well so so i quickly learned uh, more mix in terms of skills is everything the second thing is also uh when you grow into leadership and management is as, as i was in a more regional role managing people in different countries that the style I came with because I'm born in Denmark and living in Germany, that that style does not necessarily work when you manage people in a different part of the world. And number three, I really felt in my first supervisor job, I have to understand every detail. So I was having many scorecards to manage my business, to know every number and I spent so much time on it, and it didn't really pay back. That was another learning fact to admit. So I love scorecards, and I, I know I know what it's like to have a scorecard for everything. You know, detail-oriented people love scorecards. Exactly. So, so when it comes into to to leadership, and and, and we often hear this kind of. Uh, Leadership versus management. What are what are your kind of thoughts and insights there, Jim? So, I mean, I've, over the last ten years, I've worked with lots of different leaders, right? As a as an executive coach and having a training business, you know, in leadership, um, I think one of the things that I've realised is that leaders typically fall under one of two categories, and occasionally three. So, category one is we typically see a lot of leaders that are very, very good at managing their business. Mm-hmm. They're very sort of task oriented, very, very focused, very fixated on, you know, delivering that KPI, meeting that deadline, you know, doing that extra project. You know, um, very, very, you know, let's give them more work and they'll get it done. So, they're very, very exactly. focused with that that business aspect. Then there are some leaders, you know, and that first category I'd say is probably about seventy five percent. Then there are some leaders that are very focused on leading people. They're very good at, you know, engaging people, building that team spirit, building that collaborative environment, building that sort of psychological safety within that team. Uh, and there's there's that group of leaders as well. And then there's occasionally this group of leaders that are this hybrid where they're really good at managing the business, but they're also good at 
you know, leading people and involving people and, you know, and, and, and engaging people throughout the entire process. I can absolutely resonate with that. So it sounds like that a lot of the people on the majority are more managing than leading. So, so how would you define that difference? <laughs> so I've, I've, I've obviously, over the last 10 years, it's become a passion of mine to sort of read everything I can on this. Um, look, management and leadership are clearly distinctly two very, very different things. Management technically is the process of planning, organizing, directing, controlling. It's a very task-oriented function. Leadership, on the other hand, is different. Leadership is about rallying the troops around an idea and a common purpose. So it's about visioning. It's about relating, inspiring, engaging people and communicating that vision. So they're two very, very distinctly different things. Yes. So, so have you identified any traits? Uh... So, so there's a whole bunch of traits. I suppose the thing to ask is why the – I mean, it's not rocket science really – But why do people struggle with it so much? And I think there's a couple of reasons. But one of the biggest reasons why people struggle with managing and leading is really comes down to why they're put into a management role in the first place. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of cases, people are put into these management roles because, for all the wrong reasons. They're put in there because they're a really good individual contributor or they're a very good technical expert. But here's the reality. There's no correlation between being a really good individual contributor and being a really good people leader. There's no correlation between being a technical expert and being a good people leader. So I think that's probably one of the biggest the biggest challenges. How do I change from that mindset of being an individual contributor to being a people leader? Because that's really what it's all about. It's all about the mindset. So, so, so why do people find it so difficult when they move from either individual contributor into a management role or from management to leadership? Why is it so difficult? So I think it's all about mindset. I mean, as we said, I mean, you think about this. When you're an individual contributor, your focus is on yourself. As an individual contributor, your focus is on motivating yourself to get out of bed. Your focus is on... Um, really, your focus is on your KPIs, your deliverables, your targets, you know, being better than everyone else so that you can shine, outshine everyone else. That's your focus. Yeah. But as a people leader, it's very different because you're still, fo- you're still focused on yourself. But at the same time, you also have to worry about how everyone else is feeling, about motivating everyone else, about everyone else's performance. Yeah. So, you know, there's two different aspects you've got to struggle with. And this is what a lot of people really struggle with when they're put into that management role. And actually, if you look at the statistics, I think the stats are somewhere along the lines of um, somewhere along the 70% of people managers, their performance will drop by up to 50% to 70% within the first 12 months of being promoted to a, to a people manager role. Yeah. And, and, and it reminds me a little bit about... Um Letting go, yeah. As 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 when we move from my individual contributor role into management, it's about also really using all the capacity you have in the team, and that you don't have to have all the answers. So, so this letting go, I think, is a very important thing. But it, but when you read a management book or go to a management training, very often that's not covered. Yeah, it's all about here is how a leader has to think and how he has to talk. But letting go is often really cut out of the content. <laughs> yeah, I, I still remember there was a great, great clip of, you know, your old friend Bill Gates and Steve Jobs being interviewed together. And 
Um, one of the quotes was actually from from Steve Jobs, where you know he talked about hiring good people, and you know you don't. Hire, and the quote is, "You don't hire good people so that you can tell them what to do. You hire good people so that you can, they can tell you what to do." And it's it's not rocket science, really. You're not the expert in every domain. Um, and leaders need to learn that. They need to learn to step back. They need to learn to be able to lead people and engage people. And really, it's not about having all the right answers. It's about being able to ask the right questions. And when I think back about someone like leaders out there, like Steve Jobs is, an, is a great example. You know, he didn't have all the answers, but he was really good at asking the right questions. You know, why can't this device, why can't we use our finger as a, as a pencil? Yeah. Why can't the battery be smaller? I mean, these were really good questions that I think good leaders do. Yes. And, and I would say even when I, I transition from being a leader into a coach, one of the hardest things was for me was really not to think, <laughs> not to use my knowledge and my experience because clearly I'm proud of that. But it doesn't really help when you try to learn from others and solve problems together. And it is so hard to empty the glass. Man. So, so that's 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 conversation for another edition, um, and we're certainly going to get into coaching amongst other things. What I mean, if we think about you know some really practical advice to give people leaders out there, what would be no. the you know the three or four really key things that they should do without fail? Yeah, I would say it really really starts with knowing yourself. Okay, be really honest and 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 kind of look into the mirror and say. What are my strengths? Where are my kind of opportunities to grow? Where I need help? Where I need support? But really know yourself and, and why you're going on this journey. And, and one step further, I mean, you know, who am I as a leader? What do I stand for as a leader? What are my values? What are my principles? Yes. What's driving me as a leader? So I think, yes. I think know yourself is absolutely fundamental exactly. to being a leader. And, you know, interesting enough, when we ask leaders, what sort of leader are you? You'd be amazed at how many leaders don't actually haven't actually thought about what sort of leader they are or what sort of things they want to stand for. So I think that's I think that's great. Um, number two, know your people, right? I mean, obviously, if you know yourself, it's got to be about knowing your people. So, what is the more you know about your people, you're better. I mean, I don't know what why there's this struggle. A lot of leaders say, "Oh, I, I don't want to get too personal with my people." It's not about getting personal. It's about knowing yes, your people. Yes. What motivates them? What drives them? What are they engaged by? Where are they at their in life? At what stage are they in their life? I mean, everyone's motivated by different things at different stages in their life, right? You know, where are their strengths? Where are their where are their sort of sort of areas to grow? What's their thinking style? Their personality style? You know, how do they like to be communicated to? How do they like to work? The more you know about people, the better. Oh, I, I, I totally agree with that. And and then again, I think the social component is important, but it's not all about having a beer or anything. No. It's just having a casual chat and say, what gets you out of it? Why did you select this company or this role? And the more you know, the more you can really apply it. So knowing your people is really essential. And this is really good. I'll bring back one story. I was I was doing a debrief for a, a program we run, a program called the Emerging Leaders Program. And I was debriefing with one of the managers from this organization three or four years ago. And this manager, I remember it very distinctly, um, I'm about to give him feedback about one of his people. And he flips open his iPad and he says, just give me a minute. And he pulls up in this PowerPoint deck. And he's got this deck on this leader and it's got everything about this person. 
you know, who they are, a picture of them, their educational background. It has a box on their strengths, their weaknesses, what training they were sent for. It had he was using discs, so he had their disc start, their disc behavioural preferences there, um, and just a whole bunch of even hobbies and everything else. And I thought to myself, you know what, this is a leader that is very, very intentional, just putting a lot of thought into understanding what his people is about. Yeah. So two, you know, know your know, know your know your, know your people. What would be the third? Yeah, I would say once you know yourself and, and what you want to be known for and your people, it's really about knowing your purpose. Yeah. Why 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 am I doing what I am doing here? Okay. What is really the is it the product? Is it the customer? What is the purpose we have here as a team? I think that is super important to have clarity and alignment on that. I think this is a good thing you said as a team because one of the mistakes that I see a lot of leaders make is there's this perception that because I'm the leader, I need to define the direction. Right? And, you know, look, I'd agree to an extent, but you know what? What's more powerful than I is we. Right. I mean, what would you prefer? Would you rather be part of a team where you've had a say in the direction, in the vision, the goals, the targets, the objectives, or would you rather just be told what to do? Exactly. I want to be part of it. I want to find myself in that picture. It's it's not rocket science, really, is it? But you know, how many leaders don't actually take the time to sit back and say, "Okay, guys, you know, we're in this boat together. Which direction do we want to paddle?" So we come to the end of our very first episode of On Point. What were some of the key takeaways that you got out of today's show, John? For me, it's really to be really acknowledging there is a big difference between managing people and leading people. Yeah, they're distinct different. Management is one thing, leadership is one thing. Ideally, you want to be a manager who can lead, so we all know that. We do know that intent is really key. Know yourself, know your people, and really know your purpose as a leader, right? So this is really, really key. Stay tuned to our next show. In our next show, we're bringing on a CEO of a very popular startup right now to talk about what it's like being a CEO of a startup. Stay tuned for more. You've been listening to On Point, a thought-provoking podcast for leaders by leaders. Want to keep up to date or come on the show? Please visit www.northpoint-training.com slash onpoint.